Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, man of God, I'm sure he 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 would watch us, or even if he's not even watching us, I'm sure he's even watching us. Um, we say we greet you. <laughs> we greet you, man of God. Thank you for the opportunities you give us to to learn things about God and to even grow in God. We are grateful. God bless you, man of God. And also for me, wherever you are, I'm sure you're also listening to us. God bless you for the counsel and everything you keep teaching us. It's a blessing knowing yourself, Mwame. God bless you very much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, now you are here. <laughs> so, let's teach. Let's look at the word of God. Sofu has been preaching on faith for how many years now? I think two. Last year and this year. Or last three years. I can't really remember, but it's been a while. That's what I can say. It's been a while. And faith is such a very important um, law when you come to um, in our Christian walk with with God or when it comes to the Christian fraternity. Faith is a very crucial thing. Hallelujah. And I believe that is why he's, he's not shifting from the post. Because we need to understand what faith is. We need to know what is. And we need to, we need to live it. Not just understand. We need to live it. Hallelujah. And I think it's been a, a great journey. Walking or listening to a man of God for some years now. If you've been following a man of God teaching, you realize that as you keep listening, the following comes as you keep listening. You don't know how it happens. <laughs> The doing of the word comes as you keep listening because the word of God, when you listen, 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 it, it can move you. Yeah. Daniel said something. You know, he was in the room, he was praying and fasting. And he said, he says, he says I want to paraphrase, I'm not quoting the exact thing. He says, You set me on my feet when your words came to me. The word of God has the capacity to take you on your feet and set you on the going. Is a very powerful thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is why we keep teaching the word of God. I believe so strongly in most of the things that have happened in my life. My work, my work with God has been through just listening to a man of God. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think I believe that most of them were through some of them were through prayer, but I think most of them were just listening. Yeah, most of them were just listening. 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 And I believe so strongly as you keep you keep listening to the word of God, it will accomplish everything it, it says about you. The Bible says in Acts chapter 17, it says the word of God grew among a certain group of people called the Ephesian church. Paul taught them, sir. One of the places that Paul spent some years over there was in the Ephesian church. You know, most of the places he went, like the Philippians, like the Colossians, like the like the Rome, Rome. He went to Rome. He didn't spend so much room. He stayed there for quite a time, for quite a, some time. But one of the places that he kept long was Ephesians Church. The Bible says that something, a miracle happened. It says the word of God grew and prevailed. The word of God grew. How can the word of God grow? <laughs> Amazing. That is what happened when you keep hearing, hearing, hearing the word. Hearing, hearing, hearing the word. It will grow in you. 
it will grow in you. You don't know how it happens. It will grow in your heart. That's what happens. It grows in your heart. Usually when I, those earlier times when I, 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 I used to tell my, my friends that, oh, I'm, in, I'm into pastoral ministry. And they, they kind of wonder, hey, this thing is too difficult for us to do. And oh, the why in a simple? <laughs> why in a simple? You took the decision. Look like it's a simple thing. And I told them, I don't know how it happened. All I know is I'm following someone. <laughs> I'm following someone. You get it? So when you stick to the word of God, there's a miracle that happened to you. You don't know. Someone, someone will look at you from a distance and be like, ah, this guy look like he's just going, 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 going. But they don't know. You yourself, when they look at you from a distance, they'll see the growth. They'll see the success. They'll see everything happening to you. But the truth is that it is from you listening to the word of God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. So let's go into today's word. We are still looking at the word of faith. Hallelujah. Someone taught faith the whole of his life. Can I take again? He taught faith the whole of his life. Hey, faith. He taught faith. Taught faith. Some time ago, we were listening to his. his, I didn't used to like him because when he was talking, I couldn't hear him talk. (laughs) I couldn't hear the man talk. But when I paid careful attention, I said, Quiet. This man is. Hallelujah. I said, This man is loaded. When you just he likes stories a lot. If you've heard him preach before, you just stories, ah, stories, stories, stories. And I realized that in his stories, he drops some nuggets, nuggets, nuggets. Uh, okay, okay. That is why people listen to him a lot. That's why most fathers now, in you know, we have fathers of our of this contemporary work with God. I mean, of the Christian fraternity. Most of them, when they want to learn anything about faith, they go to him. Anybody, they go to him. The big men of God, you know now, they go to him to learn. Hallelujah. But now, our man of God has broken it down for us. So, we don't even listen to him again. Because he's too, some of the things he will share, you, it, it, it looks simple, but it's, it's deep. So, we have to listen to our man of God, beloved. Don't go and listen to, because I said Kenneth again, you're going to take Kenneth again. No, 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 don't do that. Now, you have our man of God. We have recorded most of the messages. It's on podcast go back and listen again again okay listen again again you grow in faith i like the way our man of god keep breaking it down for us make it too very simple for us very simple like he related to everything we are going through if you go and listen to another man of god he related to whatever the church members are going through and it will not probably it will, you don't have the full benefit that's why you need to listen to your man of god because he knows what you are going through and you Push it into the word of God so that the word of God can solve your issue. Hallelujah. So we are going to look at faith. I was whilst I was preparing me myself, the word of God was a blessing to me, and I'm sure it will be a blessing to you too. We are looking at the title Faith Over Fear. Uh, apart from that, you can name it anything you want, but it's about faith and fear. So next week we'll look at doubt. Hallelujah. So, whilst I was searching, I used the concordance and I typed fear. <laughs> so, plenty of scriptures on fear came. Not plenty. Every scripture in the every, every scripture in the Bible that has fear will pop up. When you use the concordance, just type fear. Every part in the Bible that has fear will just show. And I counted all of them. One, two, three, four, five. I took my time home. Plenty. And I realized that ah, as I count, you know, 
it, it, it came with the scriptures. As I read the scriptures and I saw the, the number, I'm like, ah, it looks like when it comes to fear, the Bible talks about a particular kind of fear more than certain kind of fear. I, please, are you following? We are going somewhere. So, it looks like the Bible talks about a, a particular kind of fear more than other things. I counted almost like 95%. The Bible talk about fear when it comes to God than fear for other things. So, we have fear for God and fear that we all know. But when you look at our lives, it looks like we have more of the fear of the other things fear of God. That's one thing that baffled me. But like 95% of the Bible, anytime it uses fear, it's about pertaining to God. Fear God. Fear God. Fear God. Fear God. Just a few times you, you see fear other things. Uh-huh. So the Bible used fear for God more. So it's, it's, it's also, it was of a concern to me. Because if I want to understand fear, if I want to understand what the Bible talks about fear, if you want to understand what the Bible talks about fear for other things, then I should first understand what he used a lot in scriptures about which is fear for God. Or don't you agree with me? Yeah. So as I looked at it, it gave me some light in other things. So let's look at fear for God in just five minutes because it's not the main topic. Huh. Then we'll look at the fear for the other things because we are looking at confessions, which is what pastor has been preaching about so we have to bring in the confession somewhere so fear for god what do you mean by fear for god fear for god fear for god means it's not you know you know like you are scared of god god is a big god so you are afraid you are afraid you are afraid that god will do you something you know we all have had the fear that scary fear for god at a certain point in our lives i hope we all agree I don't know for you. Okay, let me use me as an example. Me, I have had a particular kind of fear for God for for some time. I was afraid. I was afraid to become a pastor because I'm like when I look at where I came from, the church I was I was born in. I didn't want to become that kind of pastor. So I told myself, no, a capacity and I'll learn very hard. I'll go to school and I will become this. And I will travel to US. I keep on saying the US. <laughs> I will go to New York. That was the plan. So, Charlie. <laughs> My plan in life, no? That's why you are going to leave the land. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think I'll meet a prophet who will tell me something. No, 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 no. So let me go to the New York. No, the prophet no more knows, sir. So the plan was to dodge. Hey, dodge crap. I should go to. I should become a pastor. Saying no, no, no. I was afraid. The thing was fear in my heart. It was a fear, knowing that no, 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 no. I don't want to. But the Lord came through at a point, which you know, it's a long story. I don't want to go there. But the thing was. It was a fear in my heart. And the Lord had to deal with it. Hallelujah. So there was a scary kind of fear. No, I'm afraid that God will do this to me or will do that to me. And there's another kind of fear which is a holy reverence for God. A holy reverence. You respect God. 
you honor God, you give him the due um, honor that he deserves. When it comes to, you know, sometimes when, 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 sometimes when you are worshiping, you see people, they are unconcerned. They are unconcerned about what is going on. Sometimes when we are, when it comes to things about God, it looks like this person is not, is not concerned about God. Like God doesn't really take a center place in his life. It looks like the person is not too concerned about God. Yeah. It, 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 it's called the person doesn't have the fear of God. I, I don't know if you've grown up in or if you've been in the Pentecost church before. How many, how many of us have been to Pentecost church? Yeah, Pentecost church. When, I don't know, have you seen their worship before? When it comes like a time of worship, I know they may have another kind of life. Some of them may be having a kind of life. But when it comes to their attitude towards God, they are they don't joke with God. I don't know. Maybe, maybe those that have seen, they don't joke with their worship for God. Their time of for God. I mean in church. I'm talking about church. When is their worship time, devotion timing? When they come, the way they portray themselves. No, no. They, they reverence God. They, they, they have that kind of fear for God. Hallelujah. It's called a reverential fear or a respect. I wrote here that it's a reverential worship, honor, and deep sense of respect or awe or wonder towards him. Hallelujah. Most of the kings that came in the Bible that did so much well that they prospered was because of this kind of fear for God. You know, the Bible says, an example, um, the Bible talk about Second Corinthians chapter two, Second Chronicles chapter twenty-six. A king called Uzziah. The Bible says that a priest called Zachariah taught him in the fear of the Lord. Most of the kings that came, you know, initially when they started, the priest taught them about how to fear God. Fear God means doesn't not to be scared. How to reverence Him. When God says, "Let's worship Him on Saturday. Let's reserve the Saturday for Him." You know, those times, the Sabbath, Saturday. Let's reserve it for Him. When it comes to um, the feast. Oh, let's do it well for God. Uh-huh, that's the fear. Like when it comes to things about God, let's do it well as a king. So anyone that the priest or the king thought, thought on how to do the things of God well, the Bible says that they prospered. The fear of God actually make you prosper. Yeah. Let me explain to you why it makes you to prosper. The, the Bible calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of the fear of the Lord. In, in Isaiah, when he was talking about the seven spirit of God, one of the ways you can see that if someone really has the Holy Spirit is the, is, is the, is the, is the fear that he has towards God, the kind of reverence, respect, the kind of attitude he carries towards God. When he hears the things of God, his heart moves. He wants to do things for God. He loves God from his heart. You know, it's called the fear of the Lord. And it's an aura around you because it's it is the name of the Holy Spirit. You have the fear of God. It's he, he who is to be done for you. You know, most of the time people want to people want to know the Holy Spirit just through prayer. It's good. But it, it can delay. It can I, I don't want to say delay. It can take time. Yes, it can take time when you are just using one formula. Because the Holy Spirit has seven names. That means that there are seven things you can you can know about the Holy Spirit. One of them is the fear of when you carry yourself with the fear of the Lord. I tell you, usually because my, my brother used to be, or my brother still is a Pentecost elder, and he really helps the church 
is Pentecost Church. Most of most of the time they come to our house to come and do worship time with him because they know before they will go, my brother will tape them. <laughs> He'll give them something. So ah, when they come and they carry the something, they are doing their worship. Why me that I'm in my room cry, I feel it. Yeah. When they are doing their deep Pentecostal um Kokwasi worship. Kokwasi, which is a miracle type of worship. Hey, the whole house is like the whole house is you can feel the kind of Holy Spirit. You can no, they can we sense that there's something around. There's a kind of Holy Spirit, Spirit be around. Yeah. That is the kind of yeah, home concrono. Aha. That's the kind of fear towards God. It's an aura. When you kind of when you kind of have that kind of fear in your heart for, for God, I tell you, someone people will sense it around you. People will sense it around you. People will sense it. It's the Holy Spirit. He, he would make himself to be sensed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The fear of the Lord is, is, is a wonderful thing. The Bible says that the, the Lord delights in the one who fears him. The Bible says again that to hate evil as Proverbs 8 verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. What's the fear of the Lord? Someone who has a deep passion towards God's, what God hates. God, what God hates, you also hate. Oh God love, you will so love. That is, that is someone who has the fear of God. The Bible also says that the fear of the Lord is life. The one who fears the Lord is wise. I'm just quoting scriptures. The Bible also says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The Bible also says that blessed is the man who fears the Lord. The Bible also says that the woman who fears the Lord, Proverbs 31, is to be praised. Hallelujah. If you fear the Lord, your husband will praise you. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's an apple. <laughs> if you fear the Lord as a woman, the Bible says that you'll be praised. You'll be praised. So let's cultivate this habit of fearing God. Hallelujah. So this is just by the way. Now let's go to the main meat. You are not, you are not, I'm not, I didn't come to talk about the fear of the Lord. Let's talk about the fear for other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fear for other things. Which look like it is so, so much. I realize that there are two other things which the Bible talks about. <clears throat> um, the fear for evil. That is one. And the fear for man. We'll talk about the other kind of fear. But these two kind of evil. These two kind of fear. Was something that really. That really. Um, suppressed me in my work with God. Because. When I was growing up. You know Ghanaians, we you know we we we've been told that when it comes to fear for juju, we fear juju more than God. Someone says that the ministers, when they when they are becoming ministers, we should bring some juju and make them swear that one day they do not go up, do not go and do anything, do not be corrupt, because they know that voodoo there, uh-huh, there is a kind of fear there. But when it comes to going into the Bible, they still go and they still do all the corruption that they do. The reason is because they don't they don't fear God. They don't know that. God is much more powerful than the voodoo. Yeah, so as I was growing up, because of where I grew up, I heard so much about voodoo and spirit, about an evil spirit, witchcraft. So as I was growing, and they said, Yem bompayintia, our witch is Because in my heart of heart, I was afraid. 
point that we are praying against which is you see the whole church we are all yeah, 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 because we believe in our heart that they are powerful <laughs> we so believe in our heart they are powerful but do you know that the one who is born again the position when it comes to authority you are greater than them yes you are greater than them if i say authority you understand authority at all example we have maybe the president we have the ministers maybe we have um people who are under the ministers who serve the ministers imagine god is god and is god is the president and he, he has put you as a minister the devil he has made the devil like a servant boy in your house <laughs> you have authority over the devil you have authority over every form of voodoo power yeah when i came to this light and understanding my brother ah, <laughs> i can now i can walk to a shrine i'm not afraid at first hey i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm afraid beloved this two kind of fear can it can put you it can limit you the fear for evil the bible says that fear no kind of evil fear no sort of evil at all fear no sort of evil <laughs> another kind of evil was the fear of men i was afraid of men i know most of you are not afraid of people but those time when i was growing up i used to be afraid of men i could even look into the eyes of people I could even look into the face of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My below GSS down there. I was afraid of men. I was afraid of what they will say. If you ask for a lady there, I don't I I couldn't even look at your eyes. Hey! <laughs> it was like a no-go area for me. I could even I could even stand and <laughs> talk to a lady. <laughs> oh yes, yes. But now even if the president comes here and sit down, I'm not afraid. I will talk like the way I'm talking. No fear. No fear. I, I, so what? You are a president. We are, we are preaching. Yeah. You hear. If I have to evangelize to the most influential man on earth today, I will do it without fear. Ah, Bill Gates has come here. So will I bow? We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. I, I will tell you the word of God pe, 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 without fear. Not a jot. Not I'll not, not a jot of fear will be in my heart. No. No. But I believe so strongly in a certain scripture. The Bible says that, you know, David said, he says, I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord and he delivered me from what? All, not some. All. There is, or God can actually deliver us from every kind of fear we have. Every sort of fear. Every sort of fear. God can deliver us from every one of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Every form of fear, the Lord can deliver. And he will not leave a jot. He will so do it. And do you know the reason why the Lord actually put the fear for God so many times in scripture than the fear for other things? Because the thing is that the more you look into the word of God, the more you look yourself into, the more you see yourself in the word of God, the kind of fear that you have, it will be exchanged for the fear of God. So the other kind of fear will be leaving you. You don't even know when. You don't know when the thing will go. You don't know when the thing will vanish from your heart. You don't know when the fear for, I'm sure how to even get, I'm afraid how my marriage will be like. I'm afraid. 
how when I go to the university, what will happen? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. No. It, they will vanish. Every kind of fear will vanish. The fear of the Lord will swallow up your fear. As you, look, as you see yourself in the word of God, it will swallow it up. Hallelujah. I was thinking about this man. About David. I mean, David was a young guy. When he saw, when he saw the giant, he knew he could kill the giant. I was asking myself, what was in David? What has he learned throughout the years that this man could be like, I can take this giant? When those who are skilled, those who have the know-how, those who have every kind of, they, they knew how to fight and those things. Someone who has never fought um, a giant before. Someone who has never fought a soldier before or someone in the army before. This man said, that, oh me, I'll easily do it. I'll easily do it. Where from that kind of courage? Where, where, where from that kind of faith? And I was looking. I saw a scripture, but I realized that was the end of his life. Second Samuel 22. Or the same thing was repeated in Psalm 18. But that scripture was repeated actually. That, that scripture was something he said. You know, he, it was a praise to God when he was going to die. So he said like 50, 50 verses, which you can't read all of them. But when I was like, no, this is, maybe I'm going to die. So maybe I oh, can't be big again. Then I looked up to Psalm 23. Psalm 23, the guy was a young guy when he wrote it. He was in the wilderness when he wrote it. Let's look at Psalm 23. This wonderful. Because he told me something about something that David had. Something, a knowledge, something that he knew. Psalm 23 verse 1. A psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd. Hey, that means, do you know what, do you know, do you know what this scripture means? He himself was a shepherd. He was a young boy. The last of his brothers or, or his siblings. And they threw him today. He was caring for his fathership in the wilderness, meaning the desert. And he would think about God. As I was looking, he, think, he thought about God. God is my shepherd. He himself was a shepherd. Then he said, God is my shepherd. <laughs> One of the ways to have faith is to see God in your profession. Say, God is my teacher. If you're a teacher, say, God is my teacher. Yeah, if you are, whatever thing you are doing, if you're a student, you are, what, I don't know what you are doing, but whatever you are doing, personalize God as what you are doing. Yeah, it's one of the ways to have faith too. It's the same thing David did. Ah, he was just roaming as a small boy in there, looking after goats. How can looking at, what, no, what's the correlation between caring for goats or sheep have to do with someone who can, okay, his future was to be a king. How can, how, can that, how can that be a correlation? I'm just taking care of goats. As someone who's taking care of goats and sheep, how can he be a king? Like, human speaking, the correlation is not there. Or, or there's a correlation. I'm not seeing it. Someone who wants to be a king should be seven, maybe he should be a prince. Yeah, as a prince. Now, what dress he That's what they should be teaching him. That's what he should be learning. That was he supposed to be learning. But he was rather in the bush. Saying the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is what? The Lord is my profession. The Lord, I'm a pastor. The Lord is my pastor. For you to gain faith, I'm teaching you the practical ways to gain faith. Practically. You want to gain faith practically? See God in what you are doing. I'm a footballer. God is my footballer. <laughs> God is my zero. <laughs> He's my mercy. Yeah. Otherwise, you see God to be 
God is this and I'm here. You don't see God as you. Because God is in you. He's not outside of you. God is in your heart. Yeah. You need to practicalize faith. This is how to practicalize faith. Otherwise, faith will always be like a, a, a can't faith. Okay, I said to me, faith when he, faith when he, no. <laughs> faith in <new hope. laughs> Hallelujah. So faith has to be part of you. And this is how to do it. David practiced it as a shepherd boy. There could right now you may be saying, or oh, you can you can you can look at your city, you can look at whoever you are now. It looks like it will not be because when you look at where you are now and where you want to be, and it looks like hmm, same thing this guy this guy went through, same thing David was going through. Yeah, like he alone, at least you they have people around you. He was alone in a bush with animals, animals. Someone who his destiny was to become a king. Hey, there's no correlation at all. You're with animals, fighting lions, fighting... No, that, there's no correlation at all. We are going to fight giants and we are fighting Goliath and we are learning how to use the spear and things. What is that? <laughs> there's no correlation. But this is what David did. He saw himself. God is my shepherd. God is my pastor. I'm, I'm a pastor. God is my pastor. You're a shepherd. God is your shepherd. You are... Eh, we are what? Help me. You are anything. God is mine. Okay, let's let's do some conversion. <laughs> anything that you want to put there. Say, God is my pastor. I'm not saying say pastor. I mean what you want. Say, God is my pastor. God is my pastor. Oh, God is my pastor. He helps me. He leads me. He makes everything I do go on well. Because God is my pastor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we are particularizing faith. Hallelujah. And he says that I shall not want. Let's go on. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. We are looking at the faith of David. Okay. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the waters. He make me to lie down. In, that means that when it comes to pastures, eat what I will feed on. He is there for me. He leadeth me beside the waters. Let's go on. He restores my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness. Look, the guy was, even though as a shepherd, he knew that God is, his, is the one who leads him. Say, God is my leader. God leads me. He leads me on the path of righteousness. He leads me on what to do. On where to go. See, I am not confused in life. I know what to do. Because God leads me on the path of righteousness. Hallelujah. And look at it, this guy's mentality. He said, God is leading me, but he's leading me because of his name. Wow. He's leading me because of his name. That means that he so knows God that just said, put God reputation at Daneso. You see the guy's mentality. God, if you don't do it, it is your fault. It's not my fault because it's your namesake. If you don't lead me to where I have to be in life, it is your yeah, yeah, problem. And yeah, me, on God. <laughs> Hallelujah. This guy has a very strong man. I say, he's, this guy is a teenager. Teenager talking. A teenager talking. Hallelujah. He, he leaded me on the path of righteousness because of his name. Say, God. On you 
God, my future is on you. God, because of your namesake, lead me on the path that I should follow. Because of your namesake. Hallelujah. Let's look at this man's mentality about God. Verse 4. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I fear no evil. I fear no evil. He says when it comes to evil, I have no form of evil. His shepherding taught him not to fear any form of evil. He says, for thou art with me. Thy rod. No, one of the ways to solve the problem of fear is to know that God is with you. If you so know that God is with you, you will not fear any form of evil. If you so know that God is with you, well, then why will you be afraid of um, which, which is? <laughs> what would you be afraid of? Like what I used to be afraid of. Afraid of um, 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 voodoos and those things. Remember one day, my brother sent me to somewhere <laughs> and he's my cousin actually. So as, when he sent me, you know, the, the, the woman of God that I don't, I don't want to call her the woman of God. She has spoken to him before. So I think when the thing started coming to pass and he was seeing God fulfilling the word of or the word upon his life, he said, Oh, dear Jewish Akumano. So whilst we were, it was stationed. We got there and we knocked. And I saw that a uh, new woman of God assembled. <laughs> a new woman of God be a Sana, oh yeah, practitioner of those kind of those things. How we use Florida water, ne? candles, different different types, ne? <laughs> so me draw me ne na, me throw. So I did enter. <laughs> oh, but now the I can enter even go and take the Florida water and throw it away somewhere. Me was say, oh, when you throw in your mini pa, first thing you was say, okay, you when you throw in your mini pa. I said, you know, because same way. I said, we men can be in my mind. <laughs> men can same way. Ah. <laughs> so, when I met the woman, I, I didn't know, but when I saw those kind of things from afar, I knew her. You know, she, she, ven- she, she, she ventures into certain things which shouldn't be. And it's a kind of, even when I saw and even up to those times, I was afraid in my heart. I think I was in the uni. I think it was level one. No. Before entering to uni. Yes. Before entering to uni. So I was still, I still had that kind of fear. You can see how that, how, 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 how long that kind of fear stuck with me. Please, if you have that kind of fear, it has to go. <laughs> it has to go. It has to go. Pastor has taught you enough to know that it has to go. I've said something, and that thing should put that thing should let you know that it has to go. I, I've said something about the hierarchy that God has put you as a believer. The hierarchy should only let you know that those things they're under your feet. They have no authority over you. Yeah, it, it should let you know that those things they have they have no authority over you. Hallelujah. So when it comes to any kind, any kind of them, shouldn't be afraid. Hallelujah. God is there. He says. For thou art with me. Knowing, I said, knowing that God is with you should should let you to know that no kind of evil can come against you. Knowing, being convinced of the fact that God is with you should let you know that no evil can befall you. 
Say, God is with me. Oh, say, God is with me. I have no sort of fear. I have no sort of fear for any voodoo, for any witch, for any diviner, for any sorcerer. Say, I am positioned far above every one of them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's see verse 5. Thou prepare a table before me in the presence of... He says that God, when it comes to my enemies, you prepare a table before me. Me and my enemies, we are there. We can be on the same table. We can eat. They will not do me anything. This is the guy's mentality. You want to have faith? (laughs) I'm showing the faith of David. As a young boy, teenager. Teenager. Maybe 15, 13 years. Because he was the the youngest. Maybe... Maybe 16, 17, a very young guy. But look at his mentality about God. Look at what he came to know about God. And that was his faith life. That became his life of faith. Hallelujah. He says that thou anointed my head with oil. As a young guy, he knows that my head is anointed. He knew that I am anointed. Beloved, you need to know that you are anointed. Otherwise, always you be. You you be you have that you have fear in you. Yeah. You need to know that you are anointed. Say, I'm anointed. Oh, say I'm anointed. Say God has anointed me. He has anointed me with his oil. Say, I am anointed. Hallelujah. He says, I am so anointed that my cup even runs over. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this is the life of David. And as I thought about, I knew the scriptures, but as I thought it, as I thought about it in the light of um, the fact that this is the guy's mentality about God, this is who he knew about God and became his life. He became who he was. And that gave him the power to overcome Goliath, the strongest of persons in his days, to become whoever he wants to become, which is the king. And then I need to have this guy's mentality. It is my, it is, I need to have his mentality. When it comes to anointing, I, I am so anointed. There's no day I'm not without anointing. Even in my sleep, even when I've not prayed, I am anointed. <laughs> Otherwise, you think I have to pray before I get anointed. You are anointed. Hallelujah. Am I helping somebody today? Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Let's look at some of the things that causes us to fear. Just four of them will be done four things that causes us to be to to have fear one of them is imagination our imagination can cause us to have fear god gave us our imagination to create things because if you are found in a certain field and you don't use your imagination my friend it's, it's likely it's likely you may not go far because your imagination is your creative ability hallelujah it helps you to create things Nevertheless, our imagination has been tainted with a lot of things whilst we are growing up. Let me give you one example. I was, I was teaching my son that anytime he's going to cross the road, come and hold my hands. Don't just go. When I'm, t- when I'm taking him to school, don't just go. Don't just run and cross the road like that. A car con- can knock you. So I was narrating to him. A car can knock you. When the car hits you and you fall down, I have to take you to the hospital. And when I take it to the hospital, you'll be bleeding and blood will come. <laughs> when the blood comes, you'll see the blood yourself and you'll cry. And it will pain you. 
and you'll be crying, daddy, daddy, mommy, mommy. So I've printed the picture to him, not knowing. <laughs> so I took him to school. I was coming, I was bringing him back. Then, you know, when I'm coming back, I, I bring the other lady to, to and I pick up someone's daughter too. Then he stopped the lady. No, no, don't cross the road. If you cross the road, the car will knock you. I realized that, or the imagination, so I can, what he thought about the whole thing. Look, when the car hits you and you fall down and you, that mommy will cry, that you cry, and the car will go speed and go to the hospital. <laughs> or the imagination, so I can, and he's painting a picture. So that imagination, although I have helped him for, so that he will not cross the road by himself, but I have painted a picture of fear in him. You get it? And it is it's not my it's not my fault. <laughs> Me, I'm helping him, it's not my fault. <laughs> but I, but you know, it means that there are a lot of things that when we're growing up, we've been taught. It's not our parents' fault. They are trying to prevent something from happening. But acting to has caused another effect on our imagination. So now when you look at fire, you are afraid the fire will burn you. So because of that, some people, some people even don't want to go to the kitchen in the first place because they are afraid of fire. Some people too, that, that is how come a lot of things are generated, a lot of fear for, for things comes in. Because of your imagination, when you think about things, you, you get in, hey, hmm, looking at my life, look at my sister. My sister is not even married. How can I even get married? Look at my auntie, look at my so-and-so. It's painting and you are painting the imagination. You get it? And it's creative fear in your in, in, in you. Hmm, how can I even get even if I get my cry, how it will not even last? Because of what you see or what you have heard, it has created an imagination in your head, and that imagination becomes fear. So one of the causes of fear is our imagination. As powerful as our imagination is, as God has given us, it can make you fear. It can make you fearful. Hallelujah. So, today, when you go home, as we are sitting down, if you look at I'm sure, I don't know, I'm not sure, probably, if there is something in your life that you know that I have fear here, you need to look at it. Do you know the reason why? The reason why you need to, you need to solve the problem of fear is because just as God can come to your life through faith, the devil can also come to your life through fear. The very thing you are afraid of is the channel. It is the same channel. If the Lord wants to, if the devil wants to, sorry, if the devil wants to destroy your family, maybe you, are, maybe you are married, you have a family, what you are afraid of, that is what you will capitalize on. Yeah, that's what you will capitalize on. Is there, is there, Uncle Fabi be, 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 be something different. No, no, no. What you are afraid of, you capitalize on there and you will start creating th- fears, fears for you. Or you, ca- you will start destroying the very thing you are involved in. Hallelujah. Say, I have no sort of fear. Oh, mean what you say. Say, I have no sort of fear. Every fear painted in my mind, I cast it out in the name of Jesus. You know, one of the things that hinders our walk of faith is the, is, is the mind. 
let me one of the <laughs> a lot of deliverance can happen for you you know deliverance is easy when you pray delivering from the devil it goes but one of the difficult place deliverance can go on is the mind because the, your mind is you because your mind is your reality <laughs> Your mind can it has become your reality because that is what you have seen, you have you have known, you have experienced all your life. So it's very 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 difficult for something to change in your mind. And one of the ways things can be delivered from your mind is not just through prayer, but through teaching. As you sit under a man of God, that's why I be, when I was beginning, I said that if you sit under a man of God and he's teaching you again and again, again and again, you realize that. You are walking in faith. You are walking in faith. You started walking in faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, I renew my mind. I renew my mind with the word of God. Hallelujah. Another thing that can come against or one of the causes of fear, which is the second thing, is ignorance. Ignorance. Imagine you came to Grace Army Church. And Peter says that if you come to Grace Army Church and you are doing this kind of um, and he, you, are, you are into sin and he kind of paints the picture of sin to you and he tells you that if you, if you are doing this and this and that and you and, and this and that and you know <laughs> and it's unconfessed you die you go to hell you go to hell oh, Jim. <laughs> you know if you come to grace, I mean, keep on hearing a certain kind of message like that, that um, God has saved you, but, you know, if you don't work out your salvation one day, something can happen to you. And they keep on putting this kind of teaching to you. Let me turn off this thing. It's great. Yeah. And they keep on putting that kind of message in you. You realize that you kind of, you kind of, also, you, be, you, you also be reacting the same way. You'll be behaving the same way. Because why? A man of God has taught you that um, you should, um, um, one day, um, you can go to hell because of this and that. And even though God has saved you one year, if you, as scripture says, if you don't work out your salvation with fear, one day you can go to hell. And, and, and when you go to hell, um, and everything that God has done for you is, is just wasted because you didn't, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. If you keep on, if you keep on hearing a message like this, like this, you you will fear. Of course, you fear. I'm sure most of us have heard this kind of message before, and we're afraid. We're afraid to even come to God. We're afraid to know God. We're afraid to even do anything for God because that kind of fear was in our hearts. But when you came to Grace Army, Pastor taught you the, the right word, right? You you got to know what the Bible says about God forgiving your sins. Says, as the east is far from the west, so has he forgiven of all your sins. Second Corinthians five, verse verse nineteen, he says that I do not keep a record of your sin. Second um, Hebrews chapter eight, he says that um, this is a covenant I will have with you, your sins and your I have forgiven them. And he keep on teaching, pastor keep on teaching you certain things like this. You you you, you have faith easily. Ah, then God has done it, and that is it. That is it. I'm not going to hell. So faith comes just by hearing his word. And ignorance will keep you in, in fear. Ignorance will keep you in fear. But the word of God, the right word of God will keep you, you have faith. Just like the example I shared with sin. Hallelujah. 
Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, ignorance can make us fear. Example, it was um, this guy, Adam. We know. When Adam sinned, the Bible says that when God came and he called on him, Adam, where are you? And he went to hide. Why? Because he knew, he thought um, he was. That's why God asked him, who told you? Maybe someone has told you something else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ignorance can actually make you fear. There is fear in ignorance. Hallelujah. Especially when there is something, it's about something you don't know. The next thing I want to talk about, okay. The next thing I want to talk about is doubt. Now listen to this. When you doubt God, or when you doubt something about God, whether God will do something for you or not, uh, Father, I don't know whether this is in your will or not. I don't know whether um, this, this will be done for me or not. Listen to what I wrote here. I wrote, doubt or a divided mind will cause you to fear. And, and fear will block your ability to think. Do you know that when you are afraid of something, you are, as a, because fear is an, it, it comes first as an emotion. You are agitated. You are afraid. So you take a decision. Fear will actually make you take a decision. Listen to me. Fear will actually make you take a decision. And the decision that you take is not the will of God. Do you know why? Because God doesn't give fear. So you know, how, how can you make a decision out of fear? When you make a decision out of fear, it is not the will of God. Take, take me for it. When you make a decision out of fear, it is not in the will of God. That is why you need to kill fear. Otherwise, you keep on making decisions which is out of the will of God. Hallelujah. When you have doubt or you are in double-minded about God, about something, you would, you would doubt whether God will give it to you. And that will put you to fear. And that kind of fear will also cause you to make mistakes in life. Praise the Lord. Fear actually creates an uncertainty of the future. I, I, I was in the university with a lot of people. Thousands of people. And I can tell you, for a sure, some of them came to me. They didn't know where their next fees would be paid. But they are still in the university. And by the grace of God, they finished. They finished and their fees were paid. And someone too has finished SHS. And that same fear, I don't know where the fees will come from. So he's in the house. He's sitting down. Someone too is in the university. He's also having the same. I don't know where the fees come from. But I know that it will come from somewhere, somehow. I don't know. He's there. You get it? Fear can enslave you. Because of fear, you don't know how it will come from. So let me, you took a decision. Okay, then let me wait. You are waiting. One year, about two years, about three years, four, five, six, seven, ten years about it. Let me forget the university. Fear made you take a decision because you thought you didn't have money. You see what fear can do? Fear can make you take a decision. And that decision will never be in the will of God. By the time you realize, ah, all the people that you finished school with, some of them have continued, they, they are done. I'm just using school as an example. But just look at it in every aspect of life. Any place you have fear, you make a decision which will not be in the will of God. It will not be in the will of God. It will not be in the will of God. Say, I have no fear in me. Say, today. Oh, say with me. Today, I cast every fear away. I cast every fear away. David says something. He says that I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. Say with me, God delivers me from every sort of fear. 
Say, I have no sort of fear in me. I have no kind of fear in me. My God delivers me from it all. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, we, can, we, can, we can clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So from today, we should learn not to take decision out of fear at all. If it's fear, that's why we keep learning faith. And faith is to confess. If you are afraid, as Pastor said last week, if you are afraid, just tell the person, give me one minute, and just turn to the wall, <laughs> or go somewhere, and go and talk small. In the name of Jesus, uh, my, my life is going this way, in this direction. The school fees is paid. The money comes. The marriage is certain. Even though the guy has broken my heart, but more better one will come in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to use it too. It's a powerful weapon. It's a powerful weapon. It is it's one of the ways God will come through for you. Should I say it is one of the ways? It is the way God will come through for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you start putting this key to practice, the key of using your faith over your fears, you realize that God is in for you. Hallelujah. Last week, Pastor spoke about the news. And it's true. The news will give you 10, 10 evil, 10 bad things that have happened, and just one good. To intentionally bring the one good just to balance some equation, but they are not, it is not balancing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You need to have faith. Faith is in the word of God. I've said it ever, over and over and over again. If you don't read your word of God, if you don't look at the word of God, because the word of God has more faith than your fears. And as you read, you exchange your fear for the fear of God actually. You exchange. There's an exchange that goes on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 